I'm back. New semester, new topic today. Going to be talking about knowing your rights, knowing your legal rights when it comes to different situations. Like, I mean, I'll get into it later in the podcast. Don't want to spoil it too much. But it's knowing your rights with the cops and the emergency and knowing what can happen and what you can do to solve the situations. Now, for the first scenario, if I were to go to a party and I said I'm going to be the designated driver, I'm taking and and I was taking three of my friends home. Then I wouldn't I couldn't drink anything that night, no matter what. Because if I were to speed or make an illegal turn and I were to get, to get pulled over and I had alcohol in my system, then that would not be good. That I my license would probably be suspended. And for myself, I don't have my year yet, so I can't drive people. And if I were to do that, then I would probably have my license taken away, especially if they had alcohol. But let's say I had my year and I was 18, let's say. Then, and and if I get pulled over and the cop sees or smells that they're drunk, I, I would have to get breathalyzed. Then it wouldn't be bad for me. I would obviously just get away with probably a ticket if I was speeding, for example. Then that that would be the best case scenario in this situation. But worst case is I drink and my license gets taken away. That is the worst case. If you're caught in this situation, the best thing for you to do is definitely, obviously, comply with the police officer and make sure and and uh, reassure the, the, the officer that you are taking your friends home because you know they are too drunk to drive and you were assigned that, and that is your only goal at that moment. Now, for the second scenario, let's say there was a house party, and someone ODs or gets alcohol poisoning, the best thing to do is to call the ambulance. That's that's my opinion, and that's probably the best option in general only because it's it's the best way to treat the person and it's the easiest way and there there've definitely been times in the past probably with with kids that don't call because they have the fear of being arrested or something but that's not the case because you're saving someone's life they're that arresting people for doing drugs is the least of their worries what they're worried about is saving that person's life. That's number one. Then they deal with the other stuff after that. But if you call the paramedics, there is a 
very small chance anybody's going to get arrested unless the person OD'd because someone else forced them to take that many drugs or that much alcohol. On to the third one. The third one is if, let's say I'm having a house party and my parents are out of town and the cops come to the door. The, to be honest, I mean, I don't know if it's the best option, but I would have the most sober person go to the door. But obviously that'd be hard because well, yeah, that, that wouldn't really make any sense. So I would I would walk up to the door only because it's my house. And I would know that if a cop asks to come in, I know I'm not, like, I, I, I can say I'm not allowing consent for that. I don't allow the cop to come in because they don't have probable cause or search warrant. Well, I mean, they don't need probable cause probable cause that's only for pulling over you know because well i wouldn't let them in because they don't have a search warrant and the best thing to do with the cop in this situation is be polite and listen to what they have to say but at the same time be stern with them and know your rights and don't let into the cop because once you let them in to your house that's it goes wrong because obviously they're gonna find alcohol who knows what else and since it's covid obviously that would make it much worse all right here's a fun little scenario it, uh for like if 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 you and a couple friends were up in the in the headlands for example i don't know somewhere in one of the spots where it's maybe trespassing for example if uh and if a cop shows up just scatter scatter just find your way back to the car or something i don't know <laughs> it's a fun little one <laughs> now for the last scenario let's say you bump someone's car or or you open your car door and you hit someone else's car and it leaves a little mark or something i don't it doesn't really matter about the damage the amount of damage but what I would do is leave a note and my phone number just because it's, it's, it's respectful. And it's just so that you can let them know, like, who did it and they're not. Because you don't want to make the person pay. I don't know. If, if I did that, I just couldn't live with the guilt of, of doing the damage and then not and then just leaving, you know. Cause that's just that's just kind of mean. I couldn't do that. So I I would leave a note with my phone number so that they could contact me and we could figure some things out, you know. And I would totally take the blame and everything and if they're a mean person then they'd probably be like, "Oh, what's your problem? Uh, whatever. You're paying for all of it." Uh, you know. But at least to reach down. Well, yeah, there's that one. All right, this is my 
first and last street law podcast this this was uh knowing your rights my name's cooper thanks thanks for listening and i hope you enjoyed this short little informative podcast thank you